it was the NGL questions. So they're like, what is NGL? NGL yeah. is the app. Oh. NGL means not gonna lie. <laughs> for, oh, does it? For young, with it people. First of all, the fact that neither one of you guys knew what LFG is. How do you know what you. it means? Because I'm cool. I'm uh, like you. Clearly. NGL <laughs> and on. LFG. I had yeah, no not gonna idea. Lie. I had she no does not use like shorthand or whatever on text. No. Like old no. shorthand. LOL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> OMG. So you want to start? Who has the list of questions? So essentially a couple of days ago, we posted asking people to send us questions anonymously. Um, so we don't know who sent these, but they are our listeners. So one, thank you guys for engaging with us. We love it when you guys talk to us. Um, and we got some really cool questions and ones that are um, definitely fair and legitimate questions to ask. So Maya, I think, do you have the list? Mm-hmm. I think I texted the list, but I'm on my phone, so I can't look. Oh, I'll look. Oh, dang. There's a long list. Biggest red flags in a guy was one of them. Yes. Which, that could be a whole episode. We can start with that. There was was a a question about interfaith marriage or something similar to that about religion. Um, That's fine. Um, How do you feel about interreligion marriages? Uh, and then the other one was, um, I'd love to know uh, how each of your thoughts on Daisy weddings and the chaos behind them and your experiences, <laughs> they could so, kind of go together. I know. I almost feel like we could do a whole episode about weddings in general, which we definitely should. So stay tuned on that because <laughs> there's so much to talk about both the Dhaka weddings in December. The wedding and season January. is coming. Yes. Wedding season and, and also the wedding season here, which is typically in the summer, you know, not to be overshadowed because it's pretty wild nowadays here too. The amount of money people spend on weddings is crazy. Yeah. Um, what do you guys want to do? The interfaith one? What was the question one. again? That how do you feel about interreligion or interfaith marriages? Is it how do we feel, or is yeah, it more like I mean, what I was can, our experience? I can speak no. to that. I am well, actually, I don't know if I'm in one. So yeah, you're technically. I don't think you are. Yeah. So yes, for those of you who who aren't familiar, my husband grew up Lutheran. He is American and was raised Lutheran. But before we got married, he converted um into islam so it's a little bit different i guess but i can tell you for me my personal perspective my perspective is that i knew it was already a big deal marrying out of my culture and i think it was even a bigger deal marrying into a different religion too so and i think there was more pressure or importance put on that that who you marry should be muslim and i you know, for the most part, I practice Islam and there are many things that I still do that are very much ingrained and are with, you know, within my religion. And Damon didn't really, he wasn't super religious. So for me, it was a little bit of like, well, I want to maintain everything that I grew up with and my values. And that's how we, you know, I want to raise my children. So it was important to me as well to marry someone who 
followed the same religion. And, and I mean, ultimately, you know, you see all of these Bollywood movies of like people running away and getting married and their parents disown them and all this stuff. That's not the ending I ever wanted. That's never a happy ending. Yeah. You know, I, I never want a situation where like, I'm not talking to my parents because of a, a person, like a guy I chose. So it was important to me. And, you know, I respect that he respected that and converted. And so it wasn't a huge issue for us because we went into the marriage with him already converted. So it was, there was never like this big, like, oh my God, what are you doing? Um, so that's a little bit different of an experience from maybe even the person who's asking who could potentially be in a relationship where it's like, we're going to be two different religions and, you know, it's, it's a big deal for our families for now my own children, that's mm-hmm. going to be interesting, right? Like who do they marry? Um, I, we're raising our children Muslim. They, you know, they're learning everything about Islam. They're learning how to pray and all of that stuff. So, but am I going to be like, I'm going to disown you? No, I'm probably not. Yeah. But that's just my perspective. I don't know about you guys. I can't speak to this because religion was never a part of my growing up. And it's not, I mean, faith and, and you know, knowing that there's a higher entity beyond us. Um, and I married, when I did, when I was married, I was married to a Muslim Bangladeshi guy. So I don't have much to add to this. But you know what's interesting is that's where I always, I used to argue about this, which is, you know, it's totally fine if you're marrying a Muslim, but that person may not be practicing at all. Yeah, exactly. And they never even blink an eye about that because on paper, you're you were raised Muslim, yes. you're Muslim, right? Yes. But like, they might not be doing any of that, but that didn't matter. So it didn't that, matter. That kind of, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know, Maya, what do you think? Well, I think one of the things I wanted to mention was um, I grew up, so my mom married a white Canadian, very Christian man. So I grew up, and, and my mom wasn't super religious, so, and she's a complete hippie. So she just raised us with like, you know, tell the truth, don't steal, yeah. don't harm any creature, whether it's like an ant or a person, And that was kind of our mindset. At the same time, we would go to church on Sundays because that was, you know, my stepdad, that's what he used to do. We used to go. I always, I still find going to church extremely peaceful. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I am probably the least religious person that you'll meet. I'll have a thousand arguments about any religion that you can bring up from whatever I know. (laughs) That will go against, you know, organized faith. Um, when I got married to Fuad, this was one of the things that we never really discussed because at the time, I mean, he grew up Muslim. He's and he's also Sileti, which means he's they're all, they're a little bit yeah. more on the conservative side. Um, his mom is super religious, and I know that when I think it's all about you know how you how you are willing to kind of bend and mold in that relationship or. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us, we always knew that, okay, you know, our faith is something really personal, uh, whether you believe in God or not, that's completely your own, you know, that's your business with your, with the higher power. Yeah. Um, when it did get a little kind of controversial for us, 
work when we had kids because then what do we do, right? Because I was, I'm non-practicing. Um, if somebody asked me, I really wouldn't even know what to say. Like I'm well, agnostic, uh, dabbling into maybe a little bit of Buddhism, but that you can't really call that a religion either. So when it came to my kids, I also knew that my husband, he might not be super religious, but he still believes in the faith enough for me to want for him to teach his kids you know about the religion so I have done my part with the kids kind of teaching them everything and just kind of letting them figure things out on their own um and I, I feel like I think the question is there whether the two people that are going into this relationship are willing to go into it without any resentment in the future. Yeah. I yeah. say that because there's somebody that we know who's who was very high profile. Um, the girl was Hindu. Oh, no, the girl was Muslim. The guy was Hindu. They got married. Um, and then after that, she would blame every everything that went wrong in their relationship to the fact that, you know, they were mm -hmm. an interesting couple. And wow. it was to that point where it kind of drove them apart and they ended up, you know, splitting up because, and then she became super religious. Wow. So I feel like those sort of conversations need to happen before and everyone just really needs to get their ground straight on, you know, so that there is no resentment afterwards because seeing that person now, I mean, I feel kind of bad, but you know. But um, would someone know like, in, like when you're getting married, so many things happen in people. I like I've seen people completely turn so religious, mm -hmm. very orthodox because some, you know, tragic moment or experience in their life much later. Like there's a lot of things you can't control and you don't know. Um, so when you're saying like set the foundation and the expectations as much as you can early on. But I mean, you don't know where things can kind of take people because I also feel Again, I, religion is not a big part of my life, but I've seen a lot of people use it as a, mm -hmm. like a, a source of strength or a, a guide, some guidance, again, later in life because maybe things didn't go their way or whatever it was. So people take different turns into how, how, de how deep they dive into religion from life experience too. This is definitely a fear that I have. <laughs> I can see that. I, this is the fear I have that one day Fuad's going to become super religious and he's going to be like, dude, you got to come on path with me or. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel like he's. I, I, I think that's it. Like, how much you would impose on your partner. Yeah. <laughs> but in general, though, like that, I would say, like, I mean, maybe that's the red flag question. But it's like, do I, I'm not changing like the core parts of who mm -hmm. I am for this marriage. Right? Like, and that I hope that that's not an expectation. Yeah. I mean, and that's more than just religion, right? Like, right. There are many things that change in a marriage. You know, people's personalities change, their priorities change. Mm -hmm. So, it's not just religion, but I mean, we're talking about the topic of religion, but I agree. And I, and you know, what's crazy is like, love is blind, right? When you're in this, yeah. all you care about is like, that's never going to happen to us. We're different. Yeah. We understand each other. But I think something like religion for many people is, is a huge foundation of who they are. Um, 
it sometimes like, you know, I, I almost even think about myself, like, how do I identify? Do I identify as a Bangladeshi first or a Muslim first, right? Like it's even that part of it. And you have to kind of ask yourself what's important to you. Yeah. And if those values that you've been raised with and believe in are important, then do not, you know, give that up yeah. for the name of love. Yeah. Love is temporary, y'all. <laughs> Just saying. I can attest to that. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. And seed. Yep. Yeah. But I think it's a good segue to the the red flags the question red was interesting. Flag. What was what was exactly the question? Biggest red flags in a guy. Mm. A guy or just a partner, I think in general. Can I tell you one that like I feel like consistently I've seen this work out? Dudes that wear shoes with no socks. Stop. And a little bit of the <laughs> I'm telling and you. And that's his style too, isn't it? Like one of the guys. Every fucking guy who wears those like slim fitting pants and they're a little bit short, like flood pants. <laughs> I know who you're picturing. I do too. And <laughs> and the jokajuta. And they do not wear socks with their freaking jokajuta or this yeah the pointy shoes those dudes are oh 100% shady i'm just saying Peter. <laughs> that's a really good one it's a red flag for me anytime i see, let me tell you i follow this one influencer um not bangladeshi but she recently married <laughs> this guy and i saw like she hit him the entire time like oh i'm engaged it's this like middle eastern oh girl. oh and she was like i'm engaged but like i don't want to share who this person is on social media until we get married okay fine so she gets married and posts like her wedding pictures and this dude is wearing exactly that like pants, no socks with like fancy shoes and i was like uh-uh this guy is sketch and then i go on tiktok and i find all these stories about how he was married before and she know literally she know divorced divorced his la last wife while they were dating while he started dating oh, this other no. girl Again, TikTok rumors, but I was like, I called it. Dude was shady because he's not wearing socks with his shoes. <laughs> that one That's is. a really good one. Mm -hmm. That's a, good a definite one. red flag for me. I think I'm another one is like... All the guys I know, and they all, I think... Most of them? Like the history. Hmm. I mean, Punjabi Shate, like Nagra, or whatever you call it. Pajama. Yeah, like that's... I'm not calling those people out because you shouldn't wear socks with like shalwar or whatever. But in general, the Western outfits where they don't wear the it's socks. It's a very common Desi guy thing. Mm -hmm. So just think about it. Anyone you all know that does it and question whether that person is sketch or not. Can't. <laughs> and I'm also dying to know because you both were like, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing somebody. Oh, yeah. Many. Um, Me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many. So. Yeah. I think another one would be just they don't listen. Like Isn't they might look at you people? while you're talking. Oh, that all that's all men. Venus and Mars. <laughs> you're probably right. But there's like some that like they're looking straight at you, but they're clearly not listening to you. 
right? Know, They're like, like uh-huh. that's just mm-hmm. all men. And then they just keep talking about whatever, like completely gloss over whatever point you were trying to make and just talk about themselves. Mm. Talking that about themselves is a is I another think guys one. That talk over girls or their partners. Mans- mansplaining. mansplaining. Is that mansplaining? I would say it, it's yeah. yeah it, it's it one form of it. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What? Hey, what about this one? Uh, being a mama's boy is that a red flag to you guys? Absolutely. See, now you're just cutting the pool of men for anybody. Like we're dwindling it down to just the bare minimum at this point, at least in our generation. Yeah. Because, and again, it's it, you know pointing that out in in our generation and our culture too. Um, I don't think people live with their in laws as much anymore. I don't know how it is in Taka because I, I know it's expensive. Rent is expensive in Taka. I, I feel like a lot of people still live in um, joint families or whatever they're called. But that's like a big one, right? You're living with your in-laws and your husband is a mama's boy and mm-hmm. not really protecting you or defending you when shit yes. goes down. That's huge. That's a red flag, girls. For sure. That is huge. Or just how they treat their moms. There Go are ahead. some mama's boys, I feel like, that are sweet boys. Like they know how to treat their women because they have a good relationship, a healthy relationship with their mother. That's it. That's not it. <laughs> like this enmeshed, you know, yucky. Yeah, how yeah. they treat their mothers, I think. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a if they understand and they respect that, then you would hope that that's how they would treat you too. Yeah, well, that leaves it down to not much. I have one. Um, when guys are weird with their phones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Kind of hiding the key, like they're not ah. always putting their phone face down. Uh, whenever you're coming, kind of, you know, I've updated a guy that was like that. Like he would never, like, just hand his phone. And it's not you... that I was one of those that you know I'd have want to snoop around, but just always kind of this this having this kind of shocked look every time. But I was like, oh, can I just you know, check the time or? I got to text somebody. Can you give me your phone? Uh, they get a little oh, uncomfortable. I don't know. I did not date. <clears throat> I did not date in the time of any kind of smartphone. I mean, we were still like <laughs> press two, three times to get to the letter C in order to send a text. <laughs> but I see that. Yeah. And I even if you catch them in a lie, right? And you're like, oh, it'll never happen again or whatever. Like, no, if they're good at lying, they're good at lying. There's, there's no like that's the only time they'll do it. Yeah. Um, oh, and disclaimer: I would want to say we are no relationship experts. <laughs> personal. <laughs> this is all from a personal experience, personal, experience. personal opinions. Yeah. <laughs> or somebody be like, I just left my boyfriend who I was about to marry after <laughs> listening to you guys. And the Joker, Juta, and Chipa Ben. <laughs> I just... That would be hilarious and not. But... And not. Oh, my God. <clears throat> by no means an expert. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, we definitely are not. <laughs> but those are our personal red flags. 
Especially if they come to you saying that they were recruited by the Wu-Tang Clan. I mean, <laughs> huge red flag. Huge red flag. What about what if they agree with everything you say? Mm, yeah, I don't like that. No that would be a red flag with, in general. Yeah. And is that a red flag for him or for you because you're okay with that? Because, oh. you know, narcissists like that kind of relationship oh where God. you're like, yeah, just agree with everything I say. Uh, I can do no wrong. And I would say in many cases from a woman's perspective, yeah. that's a red flag because many women tend to like that. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Since we're talking red flags, what about some green flags? I mean, I know this is not a question mm. that uh, we had, but I just, I, I think. <laughs> Someone you know, wear socks. Too. <laughs> Please wear socks and sneakers and loose pants. <laughs> I have one. What? The red flag. The ones that wear the sweaters or the t-shirts with the really big logos. logos. Oh, like the ball. Like Rocky? The big, like Gucci logos or the Louis Vuitton or the with the pants. Everything. Just everything so, being super designer. And ran just, forward. Yeah. I would, I would argue. I find that very cat. But mm -hmm. I would argue that many people do that because they they see they watch these bollywood movies where all the heroes are wearing them do you remember when gap was like i was just gonna say this tommy Hilfiger. i was yeah. just gonna say this yes so, like Kuch -kuch yeah. that it was gap mm -hmm. that's all he wore so i would just defend in that scenario that like yeah. i get it that some of these men wore those because they were like oh yeah that's that's what they do. But I will tell you what another red flag kind of going with the no socks situation are all the dudes that wear shit from Express. Do you guys remember the store Express? It's still around, but are you like, talking about like the really tight shirts with like so, their <clears throat> when buttons? we were in college and post college that era Express for oh, yes. men was yes. very popular amongst the Desi community. Mm -hmm. And the dudes all shop there wow this is interesting because mm -hmm. i thought of that as a plus i was like okay like you the shop where i shop yeah i just found it so douchey maybe that's not a red flag guys it's not a red flag i just found I did it see that as a better that alternative to tommy and like huge polo agreed that's also douchey but um yeah the express the express outfits i saw that as a good thing <laughs> i found that douchey if you I'm sure i saw it as a good express, thing hit up mary <laughs> <laughs> i don't shop there now <laughs> well you don't have to the dudes do oh my god what else like i would say like oh are we moving to green flags i don't even I have know another red flag <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> we can't get off the red flag I feel like I'm literally drawing the same person. What we used to call metrosexuals, was that the term? Wait, so you said cheap up and no socks, <laughs> chokka juta, express it's, shirts. It's the same brand. It's the same person. I'm talking like one. the same. It, the, the guys that are so obsessed with how they look. How they look. And they're like constantly working on their outfits, doing their hair, all that stuff. Jimming. 
Netflix and chill sometimes and just mm-hmm. not have to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Perform all the time. Yeah. Like yes. Juan is a great example of that. He's so ambitious. He's so good at his craft. I, I, I will say when I was with you guys uh, in New York, in New Jersey, I was watching him rehearse and I was like, I never, I've known him for so long. I have never seen him in the zone and so like, like in, like in, as an expert in his craft. But as soon as he was out of that, he's, you know, he's the fireplace. Yeah. The fire's on me. He's there for Lulu and Zen, like all of it. There's a balance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think another green flag is being how you are with, with your, with your family or like your in-laws family. Right. That's, I think a huge green flag because ultimately in our culture, we spend a lot of time with our families, our extended families. We go stay with them. Like all these things that, you know, aren't always as common in other cultures. So it's really important that your partner spouse gets along with your family, knows to respect them and respect the expectations each Mm -hmm. family has. That's like a huge one that, you know, you have to be like on the same page with a lot of that. And like, I give Damon a lot of credit because he's not even from our culture and he has no problem sleeping on the floor with like 20 other tatas, you know, at like a big family gathering. Cause that's just how we be. But I think we know, talked think about this one. once, but I say maybe this is interfaith intercultural, but I, in my observations for those, I know those who have married outside of our community, um, men mostly like the girls that are married outside of our community those guys are so open and willing to just learn yeah. and embrace and just go with the flow and not you know maybe ask questions about why or right. explain so that i can learn as opposed to why the hell do you do that like that's weird mm-hmm. and completely off-putting yeah oh, i've seen that in intercultural relationships what else we're like, man, the red flags, we were all like, I got one, I got one. Yeah, <laughs> green flags are hard. This is a big one for me. I need Which to one? Say that again. Intelligence. Mm-hmm. If I can't have a decent conversation, then that boat has sailed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you only talk about cars and name brand. That is so mm-hmm. common, I feel like, with or our... people. I don't like oh, yeah. people that just talk about other people. Other people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's true. The other one, I think also because we're all working women. um, Yes. Having a supportive partner. I think that's a really big one because especially because, you know, though, you don't know until you actually get into the weeds of things. (laughs) Yeah. But I I would say like if you're dating at an older age, older, older quote, like we all started dating around, you know, in, the, in our twenties where we didn't really know that yeah. much. We got married, I would say young at this point, because we were like 27 young. or even a little bit younger than that. But if you're in your thirties and you have, a, you know, a career, you're successful, I would definitely watch out for whoever you're with, that they are incredibly supportive and that they're okay with the fact that you may be more successful than your male counterpart because again 
yep. it's still evolving. The expectation is that the male is supposed to be the more successful person in a relationship. But I think it's really huge if you find partners who aren't threatened by that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I hope that's different again. I think that's different for our younger, those that are younger than us. I see pockets of it for sure. Yeah. And I see a lot of the women are more confident. Um, mm -hmm. I know there are several Bangladeshi girls who are very active on social media now that have a big following and they're, I, I'm just like so proud of them because I see how confident they are. They're not shy about talking about how amazing they are. All things that I still feel uncomfortable doing, yes. but like I see it in the younger generation and they're just like, look at me, I'm kicking ass. Look at where I was and where I am today. Like super unapologetic. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. Unapologetic. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That can definitely wow. be intimidating for guys, I think. Yeah. It it is. And I think that's why it's important that especially if you are someone like that, that you find somebody who who's comfortable with with that, right? That they may not be at the same level. That's that's an important one. Yeah. And don't hold yourself back. I think that's the other thing is like I've seen a lot of girls who are exactly all of those things, mm -hmm. but they hold themselves back because it makes their partner feel insecure. Yeah. yeah. And then their whole life is like gone. Yeah. I mean, that was a bit extreme, but it, I mean, I've seen it where they're like not doing what they want to do, taking a back seat in uh, many things because they want to make the other person feel more masculine and more, you know, like the man of the relationship. Yeah. Which is sad. Mm hmm. I don't think I have any other ones. What if it was all the red flags that let's do it again? Chipa pant, chokajuta, no tight socks. express shirts, no socks, big brands. What about big hair? Big hair. Like, big, like perfect hair. And perfect dirty. That's like, that the whole same lineup. Metro, it's the same me me yes. metro, not metro. But metro. what if they are so nice to their moms? Red flag, man. And <laughs> don't care. Nobody <laughs> should be that. Ambitious. Oh my God. The dudes that get their eyebrows done? No. Yeah, it's the same guy that we're all picturing here. It's the same person. Perfect Dari gets their eyebrows done. She Do like there's slim a female clothes. equivalent to this where they 100%. have their match. They'll make 100%. I could tell you a few. You know who I'm talking we, about. All three Probably. of us will. Mm -mm. <laughs> No, absolutely. We're not saying like men are the only ones that do it. And, and you asked the question of like, why, why is it okay for a girl to have like, to be way more active on social media and post selfies? Yeah. There is a limit even for women where you can tell the ones who are like, oh, feeling cute might delete later versus I'm going to be posting every single day a freaking oh, yeah. selfie with my duck lips or whatever the heck that's called. And yeah. Face tuned. Yeah, there's there there is a difference. Yeah. Again, disclaimer, this is just our opinions. 100% our opinions Don't and we all <laughs> we fully acknowledge all three of us are dorks assholes sometimes. And <laughs> assholes and <laughs> we're not perfect. Nope. We know. And Busha is the kaishta too. The yeah. kaishta? No, Kobis. Kobis. What's the for difference? all of 
by the way, for those who did vote for Maya, good on you because <laughs> she is a freaking closet Kobe. Closet Kobe's. <laughs> and it's just fucked up that you all just don't know it yet. The closet They will Kobe's. never find out. <laughs> all right. But I'm marrying. Everybody thinks you're a prude. Yes. What is this? You still got two votes, though. Oh, did oh she? I did? Was mm-hmm. it you two? It was no. probably your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. Oh, man. We probably said that's her. Definitely but the prude. She is the one who used the word Kobisekta. Yes. So, yes. So good Kobisekta is a good word. That. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's a great word. <laughs>